Welcome to this podcast is making me thirsty. The number one destination for Seinfeld fans. This is two up and two down. Here's our producer, Chris, to start us off. Back to another episode of two up and two down. Today, we're doing a classic season three episode, the red dot. Uh, Often season three is overlooked, but uh, I think this is a fan favorite for many. So Chris, interested to hear what you have for your first up. Yeah, two up and two down. Name of the game here is finding two positives, two negatives, and the red dots. Larry David written uh, December, closed out 1991. Uh, so here we go. First up, I'm going to go the first scene when George met uh, Mr. Littman at the pennant party. I mean, you know, Tony talks about this a lot behind the desk. This was almost behind the desk but at a party and the <laughs> it was an interview at a party i mean george just showed up and he you know he wasn't expecting this and you know on the fly you can see he's just nervous and i like mike lupica he's very insightful <laughs> i love it mike lupica is very insightful uh you know for all well you know he's a well-known uh sports writer but definitely the daily news for for many many years and then obviously he, you know, went the art vandalay. He's an obscure writer. And then I just love when, you know, they, they fade away and they go back to Jerry and how to go. And George is just like so excited. He thought the interview went so well with Mr. Lippman. So that first introduction with Lippman, all time stuff right there, uh, the Lupica stuff. So that's my first up. Uh, so, Tony, over to you. Uh, what's your first up? I mean, O'Hara hit the nail on the head with that one, and I got a page of ups, um, so I don't. I, it's okay that he took it, but one of my all-time favorite Georges right there that I just described, <laughs> Phoenician blinds. I mean, are you kidding me? Uh, unbelievable. Uh, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna pivot because this is an all-timer as well. I mean, Kramer with the Hannigans. Are we are we kidding ourselves here? I mean, the whole when he does this with the with the mug, and then Jerry repeats it with the thing. I do it every single time I take a, a drink. I do the Kramer move. Uh, you know, the whole he double. I mean, the no smell, no tell whiskey. On and on, spotting the red dot, taking the nap. This is damn good scotch. I mean, Kramer is delivered on this scene. He just took that and ran with it, and just absolutely blew it away. Uh, it's unbelievable. Uh, the the no tell, no smell whiskey. Uh, be our little secret. I mean, Kramer just hits the hits hits it out of the park with that scene. Uh, that's my my first stop. All right, very good. Yeah, that must have been cast strength uh, scotch there. So, uh, very good, uh, Chris. Back to you. What's your uh, second up? Wonderful scene there, with Kramer. Second up, it's it's a scene back at Jerry's apartment. Um, I believe Elaine just went to the bathroom and George comes in and he's panicking and he's the cleaning woman is turning the screws on me. He's just, there's such panic in his voice. And, you know, Jerry kind of just like blows that off and goes right into, you know, Elaine's wife. So the whole red dot thing. So, you know, George's panic from the cleaning woman turns into more panic with the red dot from Elaine. And then obviously Elaine comes out of the bathroom um, and does the whole, did you buy it to get a discount? And Jerry told me you did. And why did you tell? I mean, just that, I don't know, 90 seconds of those two bantering, boom, Elaine comes out, calls Costanza out for the cheap man that he is. Uh, and obviously he fell for it. So, uh, you know, George, 
you know, sometimes not that street smart, believe it or not. So he can lie with the best of them, but um, he gets suckered. So what a fun scene. Easy up with, you know, a show with plenty of them. So uh, that's my second up. Yeah, you definitely hit it there. Uh, fun scene, absolutely. So, uh, Tony, back to you. What's your uh, second up here? Yeah, I mean, we can go so many places with this, but the turn of the screws line, uh, I laugh out loud every single time I wrote it down. It's just an incredible uh, scene. Um, there's so many ups here, and obviously we're, we're leaving a, a big matzo ball out there, but I'm going to go with the back at Monk's. We love the back at Monk's. We love just Jerry just starts it off with you had sex with the cleaning woman on your desk. And then Jerry, I don't know. If it was the, I mean, George, I don't know if it was the alcohol, the ammonia. But the next thing I do is just mopping the floor with me back and forth, you know, vacuuming, swiveling the hips. I mean, the whole thing. Well, you know, a chambermaid's and cleaning women is a woman in your room. Jerry says great line. I mean, that just sums it up perfectly. Doesn't even like it can be, you know, just women in your room. I uh, love it. Uh, just that's the, the crux, the crux of the show is the two of them just getting back to monks and discussing the conversation, the thing that just happened. And, uh, this is no, this is up there with, you know, I want details. This is up there. You know, everything we love about those two talking about women, uh, you know, George is doing his thing, uh, you know, bringing up the Hennigans again. So, uh, that's my, uh, my second up. So thank you guys. Um, so we're going to go over to the downs. Um, Again, I don't have too many, so I'm interested to hear what you guys got. Uh, Chris, what's your first? This season three, obviously one of our favorite seasons. You got to get nitpicky here. So for me, it was when Jerry uh, first met Dick and kind of just some awkward conversation there. Oh, why don't we get together New Year's Day, watch some football? I don't know. It was just a little... Uh, I don't know. Some of these in season, some of these early seasons, I think they overwrite a little bit. So for me, it was that get together New Year's Day, watch some football line. Um, felt a little stand up as she or just forced by Jerry. It's a throwaway line that I didn't love. But uh, again, we're nitpicking here, but didn't love that that one. So that's my first down. So thanks, Chris, for that down. Uh, Tony, over to you. What's your first down? Yeah, I mean, this is this is a hell of an episode, right? So uh, downs were tough. Um, I'm going to nitpick here. It, it's probably a crowd favorite, but to me, it's it's going to be my first down. I think the cleaning lady story in Panama is a little too much. So she goes on, and I, I know I know what they're going for here. That's the effect they wanted. You know, he kicks me down, and he yells at me, you know the whole thing. And I said, "What is it, Cashmere?" I mean, she is just overacting. The whole thing gets a little bit crazy. Uh, I get what they're going for. I just think it it, it just kind of. You know, for a show that's subtle, I mean, they really pushed it hard. This is an early episode. Usually things are more subtle then. Just her just going uh, just way over the top with the whole cashmere story. Um, you know, when I was a little girl in Panama, he throws me to the ground. And, you know, I just, it's a little too much. It gave her a little too much airtime there, a little too much uh, emphasis on the whole cashmere sweater. So that, that's my first down. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. So, yeah, I agree with that. So, uh, Chris, back to you. What's your second down? Well, listen, Bridget Sienna as Evie, welcome on the program anytime. All right, love you. Um, Tony's just a tough analyst here. So uh, next down, I guess some of the stand-up in between the whole, like, Cumberland Gap, the wagon, and then, like, Dick yelling at him. And listen, I, I enjoy the stand-up, 
uh, typically. But this one was a little different. It kind of weaved the show within the show and had Dick there. Um, threw me off a little bit. Um, off the wagon, out of the wagon. A little too much. Uh, so for me, that's my, my second down. The whole Cumberland Gap uh, wagon stand-up stuff. I agree with the stand-up stuff with the with the wagon and all of that. But I, I did like that Dick showed up and kind of heckled Jerry and, you know, Jerry gave it back and forth. So I, I didn't mind, you know, that scene, but I, I agree with, yeah, with the whole joke about the coming gap and the wagon and all that stuff. So, uh, yeah, kind of up and a down right there for, as far as I'm concerned, but, uh, you got it as a down. So, you know, I'll mark that one down. Uh, so we're going to wrap it up now with, uh, grades. Oh, wait, you got Tony. I'm sorry. You got a second down. Uh, what's your second down? Yeah, that was that was going to be my second down. I totally agree. I think the stand up was uh, a little too much there. I have that written down. I thought that was too much. Um, but I do have a third down that I kind of slipped in, so I'll go with that. I don't want to repeat O'Hara's. Um, as much as I, I didn't, I just gave the cashmere sweater kind of scene with the with the cleaning woman. I think the ending also. I mean, Dick coming down with the with the with the Christmas tree and you know shaking with the with the thing outside. Merry Christmas! I mean, I don't know. It's a little. I you might want to end it there, but then it's like he gets up to the desk and uh, George is shaking with the is that cashmere and um, not it's the best Cape, ending. It's Cape Fear. It's Cape Fear. They mentioned. Yeah, yeah. I know. I just. Uh, I don't know. I'm looking for downs. You're talking about the final ending scene. A lot of times the final ending scene doesn't always sit well with me. Maybe a little too sitcom-y. It's uh, still early. They like to wrap things up that way. Um, and then they actually do the final final where all of a sudden Dick's now back on the, off the wagon or whatever it is on the wagon, I guess, and laughs at Jerry. Don't push it. So they tie it a nice big bow. I'm putting that all together as the ending. Don't love it. Uh, happy Seinfeld ending, if you will. Um, and those aren't, you know, obviously what the show is about. Um, but they tried a few of those early on, and, and this one just a uh, small miss for my uh, final down. Yeah, I get a, I see your point there. So, uh, Mark and Anna is down. Yeah, I agree. So, uh, over to Chris. Uh, we're doing grades now. So, what's your grade for the Red Dot? Red Dot is one of my favorite episodes of all time. I mean, we're nitpicking Dick. When a small little character like that is multiple downs, it's okay. Okay? I mean... We didn't the big matzo boy talked about. We didn't touch about that. Talk about that. George getting fired. I mean, it's his favorite line of all time. Jason Alexander's clearly. Uh, I mean, my God. I mean, when they go shopping, George exhibiting that cheapness there. I mean, every scene is packed. Uh, Elaine receiving the cashmere right and so excited. And then obviously Kramer drunk on the couch. What's that red dot? I mean, if that doesn't get you every time, I don't know what will. Uh, Littman, Hannigan's, the red dot is an A+. It's an all-time episode. I mean, we, that's why when we talk about season three, it's it's episodes like this that make season three so special in our minds because – I mean, everyone, everyone's cranking on all cylinders here. Um, yeah, Kramer, was there enough Kramer? Maybe, maybe not, but boy, did he bring it. I mean, and Tony uh, showcased that with the Hennekins piece. So for me, the red dot, any way you slice it, it's a top five episode, and it's an A+. 
All right, solid grade there. I, you know, no issues there. So, uh, yeah, like I said, the the downs were very minor. Kramer, small part, but uh, again, uh, he delivers. So A plus, uh, I'll go with that. Tony, over to you. Uh, you agree? Going lower, A plus two. What do you got? I mean, the red dots at A plus. I'll just say that right now. I totally agree. I got to give my analysis as well, though. I mean, there's no way it's not. Was that wrong is probably the Costanza line of all time this early. I mean, this is what put the whole thing on the map for me. O'Hara mentioned season three. Yeah, Kramer had one scene, and it was one of Kramer's best scenes of all time. We'll just leave it there. You got, you got, I mean, we didn't even get to George. Might be even better than what's wrong. With George. Here I go. I'd at Christmas. I'd buy something special on Christmas. And he goes on and oh, amazing, George. Like, you don't understand. I was seeing red dots everywhere. I had two fever. And then he goes right into, I, I have nothing. I'm living with my mom. I don't have a job. I, I mean, um, this is George at George's peak. Are you kidding me? You got, I mean, even if Jerry, we want to nitpick a few Jerry things, uh, but I mean, come on. The the red dot is an A+. Plus. Mr. L Mike Lupica, or, or I think this might be our first Lupica line, the whole thing. I mean, oh my God, Venetian blinds. Um, you know, and then Lean tries it on Jerry, and Jerry's just like, nice try later on. Um, you know, oh, we didn't even bring this up. I think when the nipple makes his first appearance, when uh, they're talking about what sex Jerry line, that's a great Jerry line. I'm going, I can go on and on. I mean, the bottom line, higher than that, it's a top five. That's an A. Plus. This is this is as good as Seinfeld gets. This will always be an A. Plus. Uh, Larry David wrote it. I mean, wh what else can you say? Uh, Red Dot's an A. Plus. Yeah, when it originally aired, this is why we fell in love with Seinfeld was an episode like this one. So I appreciate you guys with your grades, ups and downs. So uh, we'll wrap it up here and we'll see you at the next one.